Hi everyone, it's Tom Panos here from News Limited. I've got Matt Dewan from O'Brien's Real Estate. How are you, Matt? Fantastic, Tom. How are you? Good. Matt, um, really pumped and excited about having you here uh, you. to get our subscribers to listen to this story. This guy was a truck driver about eight years ago, has only been in real estate for six years, seven-figure agent, $1 million rider, on track to do that for calendar 2013. Average price range, Matt? Um, it can vary from two fifty for residential lifestyles eight hundred thousand. Okay, so on average, you're doing four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar properties. Would you say or realistic with mine? Um, I can vary from six to eight hundred thousand. Right. Um, with the residentials, I sort of do around the four hundred thousand. Yes. Okay, um, Matt, you've got uh, a PA. Yes, I've got two PAs at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Adrian that does the buyers and Glenda who does a prospect inside. Okay, and where's your office? Cranbourne. Okay, so uh, everyone, so you know the uh, story, Matt is also an owner in the business, he's in partnership, um, and he spends most of his time or all of his time full-time selling. That's correct, yes. Okay, so Matt, let's start again. So six years now um, in real estate, uh, how long have you been with O'Brien's? 11 months. Okay, and this is the first, so this is the first time you've become an owner? That's correct, yes. Okay. Um, Writing the sort of money that you write, you've got to have some sort of structure, uh, some sort of ideal weeks. Uh, can we talk a little bit about what does the you know typically look like for you? Yeah, fantastic. Um, yeah, on a Monday, it's vendor reports. In the morning, we actually have a meeting through the company um, just to go over all the opens, numbers, how many appraisals we've all done. Um, once we've done the meeting, we actually go back to the office, do the vendor reports, which is actually printed off. Um, they're then dropped off to the vendors um, throughout the afternoon for them to read. Um, during the afternoon I might do a couple of buy runs or I would be doing listings. On a Tuesday um, is normally a day where we actually view our new listings. After that, again, it's a normal day of listing and selling. On a Wednesday, it's probably um, vendor meetings. Um, throughout the day, I can't be booked in for anything else rather than vendors. What we do with a vendor meeting is discuss exactly what's occurred um, throughout the um, vendor Vendors, yeah. I mean, sorry. Open houses and whatever. Because yeah. they, they would have received, Matt, they would have received the report on the Monday. Exactly right. So on Wednesday, you're having that meeting. Is it like some of those vendor reports, are, they're probably not over the moon about because some of the feedback you'd give them is probably not things that they want to hear? Exactly right. Like um, they're getting the price, they're getting the, um, the positives and the negatives. So, um, yeah, they need to know what a buyer's saying about their house. If a buyer only thinks it's worth six eighty and um, their expectations are seven twenty, they need to know because the longer it stays on the market, the less opportunity of getting a premium price. Okay, so can I talk? Typically, when you have your vendor meeting, you okay. go there and let's assume they've received a, a report, they're not happy. You can sort of tell. Yep. Um, how long does the vendor meeting go for? Um, it's planned for twenty minutes. Right. So it's pretty straightforward. We go in there. We have the vendor report in front of both of us. We discuss any concerns, any issues I have, um, what the feedback has been, and then we'll um, discuss what we need to do to get the pro- um, get the property sold. Okay, so your typical vendor report is just a, it's a, it's a standard letter? Yep. Yeah. Um, it's probably about 15, um, 15 letters long, but, um, right? Oh, not 15 letters, it's probably 15 columns. Right. So it's not just your average one, it's 
it's what they like about the house, how much they've got to spend, where they're actually from, are they in a position where they can buy. Um, then it goes on to the positives. Yeah. Thanks for the presentation. You always need to put you know, a positive in there first off. Um, then it goes to negatives, small bedrooms, one living area, and then it comes down to the price. Beautiful. Uh, small favour, I know I got you on the spot. If we uh, had one, a blank one, we had no address or that, would I be able to have it on the link with the blog? Here? 100%, sure. Thank you. Okay, so that'll be uh, there for you. Um, now, Matt, Thursday? What happens on Thursday? Uh, Thursday is just my um, day where we do prospecting. So I still do prospecting you with prospect? the guys. Hundred yeah. percent. So, what's prospecting mean for you? What What does it look like? Um, just listed, uh, just sold. Yeah. Um, going over the database. So, if I just sold one in the one in the area, we'll actually call the um, past sales and also the database from the two streets that the you know the property's been sold around. Okay. And what's the conversation sound like? Um, thanks, Tom. Um, it's Matt one here. Just haven't touched base with for a while. As you know, we've just listed the property or just sold the property um, five dollars down the road from you. Um, it's on the market at six hundred eighty thousand. Would you mind? Um, would you like to just get um, an appraisal done on your property? Right, simple as that. So, yeah. Just going through, uh, and uh, I mean, one of the things I want people as they're watching this, you'll notice that like skill to me sometimes is a little bit overrated. I think you know the person that has the most contacts, the person that has the most conversations wins in real estate, yeah. and that's all you're doing. But you're actually talking to them for a reason, isn't it? Because you've got a reason, like a just listed or a just sold. Yeah, that's correct. Um, one thing that I found in um, O'Brien Real Estate. It's making contact. You actually make friends with them also. Um, so you build a relationship with them, but you're actually talking, you know, about something that's happened in the area. Right. Um, so, yeah, I found that through this company that it's, um, you know, the prospect inside, the scripts and dialogues have been really good. Friday? Yep. What do you do? Uh, Friday, again, is just my normal day. List, list and um, take buys. Okay. Saturday you do your opens? That's correct. How, how, typically, like, how many opens are you having at the moment? Uh, Fourteen. 14. How do you manage 14 opens? Um, I do 7 and Adrian does 7. Right. So starting off at what, at 10 o'clock? Or? 10 o'clock, last one's at 4 o'clock. Boards have to be out by 8 o'clock in the morning. So all boards are out in the morning? That's correct. Um, do you put boards out at the top of the streets, bottom of the street, or, or just outside the house? As far, everywhere. Everywhere. So streets and that, because we want people knowing that, you know, Brian... Brian's have got um, plenty of boards in the area. Right. Because at A, it's going to help us list more properties, and B, it will get more people to the house. Okay, so do you take these boards in your car with you on Friday night when you go home and do it on the way to work, or you just do that, you come into work, pick them up, and then put them out? They're in the car, so normally leave the house by 6.30. My boards are normally out by 7.30 because I want to be in the office actually setting up other things, and I might have a listing before my first open, might have final inspections. Okay, so that's absolute gold. Again, Matt is talking about you turn and you transform and you put your stamp on your suburb on a Saturday. What Matt is doing is saying, we own this suburb with boards on a Saturday. And you're doing it nice and early when people are taking kids to sports practice or they're going out to do their shopping. People are out and about on a Saturday morning, aren't they? 100%. So, yeah, what we do is, um, you know, if it's on a main road... We're putting them on every corner. So, you know, both sides of the road too. So not just on one side, it's actually on both sides facing down towards the house. Okay. Now, uh, I've noticed that you're 
pretty good at getting vendor paid advertising, and I've noticed it's it's grown significantly um, in the last you know twelve months. What are the secrets of getting good VPA, Matt? Why do you, why do you get it? How come you're good at it? Um, the reason we get it is bef- because we used to. I just used to believe in internet. Yeah. Um, now, since making that change, I've actually been told that um, you know it's actually not just the internet that sells a property. To get us the best price and to get the vendor less days on market, we need to a, advertise in the local paper and also the Herald Sun. Yeah. Our average days on market throughout the company is thirty three days. Thirty three. Okay, uh, that's that's a good number, isn't it? I Fantastic. Mean, yeah, um, and how do you convey that to a vendor? Like a lot of vendors at a listing presentation, don't they turn around and say, "Oh, why why do we need to use a uh, uh, print, yeah. or can't we just put it on the internet?" What do you say to them? Yeah, I love when they ask that question. Um, what we sort of do is all the sales that we've actually done in the area, we actually um, will sit down, we'll show them who's actually used the internet and, and who's actually used print media. Um, we also show them the results. Um, most of the time when we do advertise in the paper, we get multiple offers. Now, if you're getting multiple offers because you've got a buyer coming from the paper, one coming from the internet, it's just a no, um, no-brainer to do. Absolutely. And I love this line. Competition is what breaks records in the pool and competition is what breaks records in real estate and getting multiple offers is the competition in yeah. real estate. Um, Matt, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, why is it that you do so well? Like writing a million bucks a year. Um, how old are you? 37. 37. Three kids, one on the way. Yeah. Pretty hectic life. You would see lots of real estate agents would struggle to write three hundred thousand in gross commissions. And you, it's not like you're working in uh, in Turak or you're working in Double Bay in, in Sydney. You're working in in areas where um, you haven't got incredible uh, prices that mean that you're going to get high fees. Yeah. Why is it that you do well and others don't? Um, I think when I go to work, I go to work to actually get the job done. Um, I'm passionate about real estate, um, and I know I've got my vendor's biggest asset. Um, I need to make sure I do everything correct um, to get them the best price. Um, when I go to work, you know, it's no talking. You know, I, I, I talk to the staff, and you know, we have a bit of have a fun and a bit of a laugh. But actually, go there just to get the job done. Um, I've got a structure in place that I, you know, actually run by too. Okay, another takeaway point: when you work, work. Simple as that. When you're work, at work, work. If you're not at work, don't work. Do you work hard? 100%. Um, I mean, what sort of hours are you doing? Some mornings I'm up at, normally get up at 6 o'clock every morning. Um, lately I've been trying to get on the treadmill, trying to get that fitness up. Um, sort of at home, I sort of 7 o'clock I'm doing stuff. Might be going over realestate.com. Every morning I go over the new listings in our area. Um, Adrian will then email it through to Glenda by... Nine o'clock because then she can do a just listed and just sold around. Um, I'm normally in work by eight o'clock every morning, um, going over what my day is, make sure we've rang all the um, inspections, any new listings uh, appointments we've got. We'll then um, call them just to confirm the appointment's still on, um, and then we'll just sort of run by the calendar structure. Some nights I don't finish till nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Really? Yeah. You working six days? Hundred percent. Okay, um, so you're getting home seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. Pretty much eight o'clock is the earliest. Right. On a vendor meeting night, it's ten ten o'clock. Right. Well, bottom line is, 
there's uh, a price to pay for hard work and as I say commission is the applause for hard work and this guy here is doing the work if you're listening to the hours that he's doing do you mind doing it? I love doing it um, if I'm getting great results for my vendors you know it's if, if I'm not going to work hard and work to get the best result for my vendors I might as well get out of real estate right okay so you, you do like the job it's not like you're forcing yourself to no, I, I love it. I love you know, I love the adrenaline when you get multiple offers yeah. to get your vendor the best price. Um, you know, I love when the buyers say, "Well, we've only got this amount to pay. We'll only go to this amount," and then you push them up and get them an extra twenty thousand out of it. Right. It makes you feel good that you've got the absolute best for for your yeah, vendors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I talk about listing presentations? Yeah. Um, you go to them on your own, or you take your assistant with you? Go by myself. And usually, is it a two-stage process, or you sign it up on the first visit? Um, sign up on the first visit. Yeah. Um, do they get anything beforehand? I know some agents do pre-listing kits. Yep. Um, you do pre-listing kits? 100%. Um, just on the way here, I had a call in um, about doing a listing. Um, took the call. Adrian had to be there within two hours of dropping the pre-listing off. Right. What's in the pre-listing kit? Um, just a information about sales in the area um, so that was a lifestyle property so we've had the six latest lifestyle properties sales in the area um, O'Brien real estate just information about the O'Brien real estate a present presentation kit um, we sell more document which um, gives all the sales from our company over the last um, 30 days um, the highest highest price in the area and the lowest price okay and when you go over to the property uh, Matt, um, what's the listing presentation look like? Do you do a tour of the property first or you sit down and talk to them first? How does it, or does it change every time? No, yeah, it doesn't really change. It's sort of, um, first thing I like to do is get a feel of the house. Even if I've known the house, I know most houses in my core area. Um, I like to walk the outside of the property first, make sure you walk the boundaries, um, ask about what the property, has it got water, like on the lifestyle septic tanks, you need to know everything about the property. Um, once inside the property, you want a full tour. Every room, bathroom, toilet. You're taking notes? 100%. So on a, on a, on a pad, you're writing? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so make sure you're taking details because it makes you look like you're involved you know, in what they're actually saying about your house. Um, I let them do the talking, so just ask a few questions. Um, but yeah, let them do all the talking, describe the house. And what it's got okay eventually when it's time to have the business conversation which is about getting picked yep and this is the price that it's going to cost you and marketing yep well, how does that you you go sit at a where's that that happens at a dining table or yeah um yeah it happens at the dining table um first of all did one this morning we sort of got comfortable sat in the lounge room and just had a quick discussion about their personal life how they're going um, and then once we got down to business, I said, do you mind if we go and sit in the kitchen tables just so we can do a presentation and show exactly what's going to occur during the sale? Probably the main thing also is asking them what they'd like to actually hear from today's meeting. So ask them if they've got any concerns or questions, make sure, feel free just to um, you know, ask straight, straight away. Right. Okay. So, uh, Matt, when you talk about marketing and the commission... Yep. How does that go? What do you say? Probably been the market leader. Um, it's quite easy to sell to them um, based upon we've probably got 80% of 
market share in our area right now. Um, they've seen the results. Um, they've seen the results that we've actually achieved over you know the last nine months. Um, so it's quite easy to sell that these properties here achieve this price. This is what they used. That's where we pull out. We actually did marketing in the paper with these um, and the ones that are on the market still that haven't done VPA, this is a reason for Okay. It. So one of the things, gang, as I'm talking to you, I just want to highlight, I can't stress the uh, uh, significance of positioning. It, it appears that 60% of the decision is even made before people walk into the door now. If you're positioned as an agent that's got profile, branding, results, yep. already in their mind, they know that you're good. All they're really doing is meeting you to validate more or less what they're feeling. So um, it's difficult to actually have that confidence if you actually haven't got positioning, if you don't have the profile, if you haven't got the runs on the board. And what you're saying is because you've got a track record, they already treat you with a little bit more respect than the average office. 100%. And, um, yeah, it comes back to hard work. When I actually started, um, there was a gentleman who had control of the area for 20 years. I took it over within 16 months. Now it's, um, you know, now people know myself, people see the results, um, people know Matt DeWine as a lifestyle expert, um, you need to speak to him. It makes my job a lot easier when I actually go in there that they've got trust in me selling the biggest investment and what I say we need to do, they'll actually listen to me. Matt, how does someone that's got low positioning at the moment get some positioning? Like you're positioned as a specialist, yep. the lifestyle specialist. How does someone in their area become a specialist? What do they've got to do? Um, comes back to hard work for starters. Yeah. Show your face. So do plenty of door knocks. Yeah. Um, do you just just listed just sold calls? Yeah. Um, I actually sponsor my areas also, so I'm involved in the footy clubs, the primary schools. Um, so when you say sponsor, you give out prizes or you write. We actually sponsor, so we sponsor the Devon Meadows Peastyle Footy Clubs. Yeah. But also the Peastyle. Um, School. I actually um, anyone that lists in the area, I actually donate five five hundred dollars to the school. Right, every listing. Yes. You pick up a bit of business um, as a consequence of that gesture. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know they love it. I've got friends. You know, friends from the area. They absolutely love that and have all the respect for me. That I actually you know hand five hundred dollars to the school for their kids to actually utilise in a new classroom. Right. To go away. Um, I donate iPads for the preppies and that. So, yeah, if you're involved in the school, people know you, people talk about you, um, you've got a better opportunity to be the expert. Okay, so Matt's talking about a subject that I love, which is brand, and that is everyone's got one, Matt's got one, and brand is what people are saying about you when you're not at school, and people are talking about Matt, great guy, donating iPads, giving us 500 bucks for every sale. Yeah. That is what brand is. Brand is what people are saying about you when you're not there. And everything you do in real estate is either building or destroying brand equity in you. And you're saying is be prepared to spend a few dollars. Be prepared to invest your yeah. own money. 100%. Like now when I go to the um, principal, or, or we go to um, oh, on a Friday at the schools, I have a... Last uh, every Thursday, right. um, we'll go there and um, you know all the kids. Hi, Mr. Dewan. So you know they all know me. So if they're talking about me, their parents are ever going to sell. Let's ring Mr. Dewan from that real estate agent. Right. Um, it's also like um, when you sell a house, 
just don't give them a small gift. I actually give them a meal to go out. So when they're actually out, I've had a few people just send a photo. Thanks, Mr. Dewan, for this meal tonight. This at, when they at settlement. When yeah, they, that's yeah. correct. So do they get a settlement present, or your your buyers or sellers? Yeah, every everyone um, they get a O'Brien Esky. We give an Esky, but I also give them a meal out for two to um, a restaurant. Right. Okay, uh, Matt. Um, Shortly we're going to finish off, but I'm going to ask you a question I ask most people I interview, and that is if uh, if Matt was meeting Matt six years ago, what's the best piece of advice you'd give yourself? Um, probably um, make sure you've got the right structure that you want to go down the path of. Right. Um, but work hard. Work hard. Only probably have 1,500 houses that you're actually going to work around. Any more, it's just too hard to prospect and um, get people to know. Okay, so become a specialist, pick 1,500 houses, um, uh, get out there, meet the people, do the hard work. Hard work pays off in the future. Laziness will pay off in the short term, but in the future, hard work will get you through and you will be building the platform to get momentum to create a seven-figure business as you have done. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you, It's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.